Wow. Wow. Did I get it before? Did I get an updated Zoom? They've never said recording in progress. She just, the pop-up just asked me if I consented to being recorded. That's new. What? Oh my gosh. Well, okay. Did you consent? I, did I you consent? Did you consent? Um, that is so interesting. Well, you know, it's been a year yeah. of Zoom. So sure. maybe we're finally getting the hang of it. I guess. They're like, consent is important. People shouldn't be able to just record. I guess. <laughs> um, but I, I did not formally prepare because I was too busy watching Lucifer, which is a show that let me, let me, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Not good. Mm-hmm. It's not a good show. Like the writing is not great. It's not as funny as it like thinks it is. There's really not very many characters, which is kind of tough. And like the plot sort of meanders. Yeah. Um, and it's overly dependent on the will they, won't they, of mm-hmm. the which is of course a common crime with shows that have very few characters and are really not based on all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet I cannot stop watching it. It's not, and what's so confusing is that it's not bad in like this like cringy way, you know, where like Bridgerton was bad, but like we all like hate watched it sort of. Well, okay. A lot of people genuinely liked it. Emily in Paris, I guess is a better example. Of yeah. Like yeah. Like, or yeah, like a show that's like arguably bad, but people still love. Right. No, but people actually think Lucifer is a good show, I think. Um, I think that sometimes people who, and I don't want to like generalize all people, but like people who like procedurals have a different expectation for what they get out of TV. Yeah. And so they don't need like as complex, like, I don't think they, they would do a podcast like this. You know what I mean? Like, I think they just enjoy like tuning into bones. Like that's always what I think right. of whenever I think of a procedural. What's so weird is like, it just. Like nothing changes. Yeah. Well, but what's so weird about to me is that it's not really marketed as a procedural and it's not, it doesn't, doesn't feel like one. And then like, it feels like a drama, like a normal mm-hmm. drama. It feels like a movie, honestly. And then like the crime of the episode ends and you're like, oh, yeah, I, I will <laughs> say else was resolved <laughs> in terms of like how they've marketed Lucifer for me. I didn't watch it. Cause you know, I have a thing with the devil where yeah. I just like, can't fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Um, like the chilling adventures of Sabrina paradox. Right. But like when you were describing it, I was like, Oh, it's like the biblical, de- like, it's not like, um, like dark like I mean obviously he's the main yeah. character like for, child like, of the light or whatever like yeah what he was called at one point the fallen like, angel I think uh, yeah I don't know I'm not like what? It, he got yeah like kicked out yeah I don't the it was a punishment <laughs> his thing is punishment not evil is the difference. yeah like I thought it was gonna it's be like, like there's Satan. all this nuance yeah no 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 I didn't think it was like a crime solving show yeah no, it's really odd. His whole thing is it's like- It's a castle, but instead of a writer, he's the devil. Right, yeah. He's like, I'm the in charge of punishment. Like, that's my whole thing. And like, so somebody getting murdered means somebody else decided that they were the arbiter of punishment. Mm-hmm. And like, that's my job. So mm-hmm. we need to figure out who did it and why, because they're wrong, basically. Like, it's other people, quote unquote, like taking his job from him, sort of. Yeah, I, I kind of reminds me too of like Dexter, where it was like he saw like, um, that's probably wrong actually. 
No, maybe it wasn't. Like, didn't Dexter like kill people who deserve to be killed? I didn't watch that show. I watched all of season one and got into my head, couldn't tell you. But I think he is like he is a, he like solves crimes and then like murders the person who like deserves. Got it. Like that's their the end goal. Yeah. Well, what's so weird is like, and I, I think they just I don't know if they I don't know when the last time I filmed a season was, but they I have no idea. Netflix dropped I think four and five recently, which is why it's like been up on the pages and mm-hmm. why I started watching it. But I want to know when it was filmed because it's just a weird time to have a show about police officers especially like they started filming it in like 2016 2017 like the yeah show is old but yeah. like there's a lot of like um police work gray area that goes on on the show which every oh, time- it's like not a good look for cops yeah every time it happens i'm like mm, that's yeah. more noticeable than it used to be like it just didn't age even the fact that he is like this like quote-unquote like civilian uh like attache basically like he's like there's some like title for it like civilian um consult or whatever yeah like uh the media what does that even mean he has like no qualifications yeah like a like on a crime scene and then like eat a piece of cake off the bride's like table and i'm like and of course like the Mm -hmm. detective is like oh lucifer like don't do that like that could be evidence and he's like but i'm hungry and she's like rolls her eyes and walks away and i'm like no, that's like an extremely common trope. I think it's because they want to do like an odd couple style police procedural because you yeah. can't do it like the two big procedurals, right? Are medical dramas or crime dramas because you can do a case a week, mm-hmm. right? Like those you can do and solve and right. whatever. And you can't really have like a shadow doctor, right? Like, so it has to be like a nurse or an intern yeah. who like actually has some training because you can't just be like, okay, stand in here or whatever. Right. But there are so many shows where the, it's like the cop and then like even Sherlock is not a detective, like he's a detective, right. but he's not like, I'm pretty no sure he is just like, right. works with the, works with the police department. Yeah. Like on elementary, like he's not, it's like, well, he's really good at like percep- perception. So like, we're he's just going to bring him smart. along. I think you have to like go to school he's just like a really smart guy (laughs) um yeah contrary to what our listeners might think we are not pitching lucifer we're just discussing no 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 don't cut it I just wanted to to clarify no no we can keep talking about lucifer and no 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 no. there's there's nothing else more to say honestly I will say I prepped like crazy because that is our personality type like you asked to record today Mm-hmm. so I assumed that you had done all the stuff so I like have four pages of notes but I was working on this while texting you frantically about Outlander so like my brain has I was like it was a nice reprieve to like leave yeah my world to come Outlander into the world. Goldbergs yeah yeah I was never gonna prep for this no matter when we did it we'll cut that part out our listeners want us to think we're prepared I just watched it True. I just had to. Yeah, and it's true, only doing true. one season, and I just watched it. So I, I, I was like, like, what did you even write down? Nothing will make me laugh harder than when I showed up to your house, and I had probably seven pages. It was the most notes I had aside from normal people. And you go, oh shit, I forgot to do it, and it was for Euphoria. And I was like, how are we going to talk about all of the plot holes of Euphoria? Oh, and you like your document like didn't save or something. Like you didn't do it. No, I think I just didn't do it. You just winged it. I'm not a wing it person. I just forgot. Sophie uh, tails up. 
I know honestly the worst the worst the only negative well because it's it's hard when I don't take notes while I watch it which this Mm -hmm. is one of the times I didn't take notes and for me (laughs) really well because I didn't I know I did I I was really hungover and just binged the whole entire season in one Sunday and um was just so tired and I wasn't really sure when we were even gonna cover it Again. No, no, I, yeah. No, no, I just like wasn't really thinking about it. Um, but the only thing, time I really regret um, when I do end up, we decide to cover a show that I don't have notes for is like for the jokes. Yep. But I'm willing to like let it go for this show since it is a comedy and like whatever. It's a funny show. I don't need to like. Yeah. Well, you want to get started? Yeah, let's do it. I'm Sophie and I'm Maddie and welcome to single best scene this week we're covering season eight of the Goldbergs mm-hmm. so I realized when we covered season one through seven which I will also share on the Instagram yes that this was pre us reading the description for what the show is since that's like a new season two thing yeah. so I have the Goldbergs kind of like synopsis to All read right. except it doesn't really apply as much anymore I'm still going to read it in case anybody's listening and has never heard of the show but we're you know in season eight um in the 1980s geeky 11 year old Adam uses a video camera to document his family's crazy life his mother Beverly is overprotective and lacks boundaries that's still true while his dad has a hot temper and finds it difficult to parent without screaming I feel like that's gotten less true yeah he doesn't a bit of a softy yeah um rounding out the clan are Adam's terrifying sister Erica 17 his older brother barry who has middle child syndrome and his family's beloved grandfather pops pops is responsible for wild antics including including offering drinks to barry and teaching adam the ways of love which create more chaos in an already high-strung family the main reason ever offering barry a drink that had to have been from like maybe one season one episode um and the only reason why i kept that part in is because one thing we like are breaking news from the Ted Lasso episode was that the actor who played Pops passed away. Yes. And so he, his last episode that aired that he was able to film was in season eight. And so it'll be interesting to see. And they obviously didn't address. um, I actually read online, the cast found out that he died while they were filming Jeff and Erica's proposal you're joking uh-uh. so like they had never intended to bring him back for season eight after his last episode aired so I wonder if they're going to kill him off in season like you know what I mean like because yeah, he is that important to that. the plot yeah um if they'll you know address it or if he'll just you know I mean it's a comedy so that would be the only reason I think that they might not but like also like it is the nine they've got to be pretty desperate for plots like well, and like a part of growing up, which is what the show is, is right. grandparents yeah. dying. Yeah, for sure. But um, I did think it was interesting that that was like, you know, he had like his, his storyline is like teaching Adam how to be like, I don't know, in doing it, I was reminded also they like played the montage of like his best moments within the show on his like in memoriam mm-hmm. they did. And it was like, it made me tear up so much because I was like, he really was such a big part of the show in the early seasons with Adam, like every storyline 
Adam had, whether it was like going to the movie theater or like sneaking into the old folks home or like whatever it was, yeah, um, had to do with pops. Yeah, so no, it was his like best friend. They were paired up for plots most of the time, I think. Mm-hmm. So as we've mentioned, we've already covered season one through seven. So this is our our recap of season eight, which mm-hmm. air was a, co- a total COVID season, but because it's set in the 80s, COVID didn't exist, which I have to say, I really enjoyed yep. after watching like This Is Us and <laughs> Grey's Anatomy and Station, like shows that were like heavy, heavy COVID. I was like, wow, I'm glad this show takes place in the 80s. Yeah, seriously. I bet they were glad too. I know. So as we've said, funny, funny show. Um, I wrote down some bits and jokes. All right, let's hear, let's hear them. From it, not a whole lot, but I did do some. I loved Beverly as the Quaker warden. I thought it was so funny. Everything about that was hilarious. I like, love that everything a Quaker warden exists. Who knew? I loved every part of it. Um, Beverly her calling that she bedazzled for herself her uniform. Amazing, amazing. Even the fact that like it took her so long to figure out that the teachers hate her. I know. Like that, that should have been obvious. I know. I agree. God, so good. Um, Beverly calling Linda a sunbaked shoe. So I don't know if you remember this part, but it's like when she's like running for comptroller. Oh and yeah, I think she doesn't know what it is also. I don't, yeah. And Suzanne Kremp is like, you told us yeah. to buy a thousand t-shirts. And I said, like, that's going to be really expensive. And you said, I don't care about expensive. Have Linda do it. She's the she's like a sunbaked shoe and Beverly goes I did not say that I said I wanted 2,000 t-shirts <laughs> so that part made me laugh Classic. um everything about Beverly's cautionary tales like my manner my manicurist mm-hmm. roof guy can't sit front like like I don't know whatever yeah. um the mediation scene that they did with the cookbook with Paul Shear when he was the guest star and they just yelled legal jargon back and forth yeah <laughs> yeah and the mediator was like this isn't how like yeah. none of this is working and she was like no. sustained <laughs> yeah and he also didn't know which Neither made it funny um so when you mentioned it earlier but when beverly starts working at the school but she like comes in singing nine to five it like loves the yes. nine to five lifestyle i liked yes. that bit um so Erica, oh, yeah, she's and, like so disappointed that her job isn't like the nine to five, five movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Um, Erica's saying, did aliens snatch his body? I mean, there are so many bodies to choose from. It makes no sense. Whenever yeah. Murray's being nice to them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I only have three more. So um, Dave Kim says, dude, this is our senior prank. It's our last chance. Once we're adults, pranks are just called crimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's true um I mean, yeah, it's accurate barry yelling can everyone stop obsessing over erica's ex and focus on me because he was trying to not tell the family that barry that erica and jeff broke up i love that he like panic and screamed it yeah it's kind of like when they were playing monopoly and jeff accidentally screamed that they were living together yes um in last season and then my last one is a conversation between murray and bria b um and he says I honestly hope I die in this chair and she says it's so weird that I'm used to that <laughs> yes I remember that vividly <laughs> I have to say like I'm going to talk about it quite a bit as we like move through um 
the rest of our episode, but I loved Bria B. Love. I had no opinions on her in season seven. Yeah, no, she, she was just no, there. But I loved her in eight. And she was so needed. Yeah. And she is like my favorite of Adam's girlfriends now. Same. I really liked Dana, uh, but I yeah. actually like that Bria, um, like kind like stands up to the rest of the family, but also yeah. is like a very realistic. Like she youngest. goes along with it, but she's like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. Like she is, um, like Adam, you think Adam is normal because most of his scenes are paired up with Beverly where he does sound rational, but then when he talks to Bria and Bria's like, this is not like a TV show. Like your sister's not going to get engaged because of this. Do you still think it's funny? Like she is like a voice of reason and also is like, you're really spoiled. Like this isn't like, I don't know. It was nice to finally have, cause like Jeff just obsesses and loves Erica so much. And it's been so long since Barry's had like Lainey on the show right? that it's been a while since like an absurd character that like any girl he ever dates, you're sort of like, what's happening here. Well, and I think also like any family situation, regardless of like the level of crazy, if you've been around the family long enough, their crazy doesn't bother you anymore. Cause you're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, the lines just do that. So like whatever, but then a new person comes in and they're like, what the fuck? Like, this is weird. And you're like, oh, I feel like the show had such a strong ensemble that it had been a long time since they'd brought in someone to be like, this is really weird that your mom's like fighting with the neighbors about yeah. like this, you know what I mean? Like we had, yeah, had- no, it was a really good opportunity to bring in like a new person, but not make it weird. Like, of course, like Adam would have a new girlfriend that was like new to all of this family stuff instead of like a neighbor or like somebody else, like that would have mm-hmm. been a more of a stretch as mm-hmm. far as like bringing a new person in. Um, yeah, no, she reminds me a lot of, um, my brother's high school girlfriend. Um, yeah, because she name redacted, was, <laughs> name redacted, um, was like always just like fine to like go along with the flow, but was also like, with, I could tell yeah. it in her eyes, like, okay, what's going on a little bit? Like, oh my I guess God, we're just gonna all pretend this is normal. Right. And the fact that she's so beautiful. Oh my God. And I'm like, what are you doing with my brother? Um, <laughs> you can do better. <laughs> And she agrees. And she is. <laughs> she is. She is. She's um, I would be worried about saying that, but your brothers would have to listen to the podcast to oh even God, know we said it. Never one time have listened to this podcast. I don't even think that brother knows I have a podcast. Um, so I don't either. Um, he does yeah, not I mean, follow the account. Honestly, <laughs> them probably know. Um, that's for sure. Including the one who helped us. The one that's it. in our producer credit line. Yeah, no, I don't do that credit line anymore. He's out. But. Yeah, um, but- you know, of Adam, my, again, didn't take notes, so I don't have specific jokes, but what made me laugh out loud was, I think it was like the first or second episode of this season where Adam comes back from summer and he's hot all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the prettiest boy in school or something. Everything about that, about his plot that episode was so funny to me. And also like kind of, she just picked up the loudest toy. Yeah. And just keeps dropping it on the hardwood board. Reminder to our listeners, Sophie got a dog. Yeah, although she told me to get a- her. She's being annoying. Advice um, from Sophie, the dog owner, is um, no need to get them when they're a puppy. Get them at two years. You don't miss much. Yeah, just like adopt a middle-aged dog. That is my number <laughs> one advice to anybody. And also like really have a reflective moment. Like think, am I very, very lonely? If the answer is yes, <laughs> proceed if you're like well like 
I do have stuff to do on Tuesday afternoon and I'm seeing my friends on Friday and Saturdays. Don't get a dog. You're fine. <laughs> you don't if you're an agoraphobe one. with no friends, get a dog. However, if you look at your calendar and you can't think of one single thing to do for the next month and that makes you deeply sad, get a dog. If you see your empty calendar and you're like, hell yeah, maybe I suggest a cat or a plant. Start with a plant. I'm actually going to say that to everybody. Start with a <laughs> plant. The plant might be enough. <laughs> My plant's fake. So there you I actually it, killed a succulent. <laughs> I killed a succulent. I have no clue how. It just completely died. Now the vase is just a bookshelf holder. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. Yes, Adam coming back hot was very funny. Adam coming back hot funny. And like the way that the other teachers reacted to him. And like even the kids was like very funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And his like dating a cool girl and like being hot now but like still being friends with his old friends and like not really understanding where he fit in was like I know we don't love Adam's plots but that felt like a fresher concept for them like they hadn't done it before I actually think I liked Adam's plots more in season eight than I had in the last few seasons oh for sure yeah only season that I liked his plots except for the fact that and I, do you have any more jokes if not we can like move on no I was gonna go I have heartbreak scene but okay cool well I'll just say now but we'll we'll touch point back in the fact that I think a lot of the, I and granted part of the problem was that I watched these all in one day which is not how they're designed to be viewed right but for me it felt like a lot of the plots in this season were repeats that like had a new hat on you know what I mean like it yeah helped, like conceptually really, really repetitive to me, even down to like the one, the the first plot that comes to mind that I didn't like of Adams was the musical where he got like- I loved the musical. Cast as his opposite. And then he got like kicked out of it basically. And then like almost ruined the whole thing. Like actually he did ruin the whole thing, which is like totally insane. I was like, oh my God. I loved um, that episode. I loved Bria being good at- Virginia Wolf being good that was amazing but I had we not already done all of this before with like Adam and the musical and like not actually being talented like yeah I, I think that's like the point though it's like his high school experience anyone's high school experience is just the same thing every four years like you do volleyball tryouts you make the team the te- you know what I mean like it is just kind of like it's repetitive but it's a show. It's on a TV show. show. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> they could have chosen to focus on like he's joined the math club this season or like whatever the fuck. <laughs> like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or like tried track. I don't know. Okay. But anyway, heartbreak scenes. Yes. Do you have a heartbreak scene? You can go first off. For me, this season, I think knowing I again watch it all in the day after I knew that Pops was dead. Mm-hmm. So sort of just like every time he was on screen. I was like, wow, he really does look very old. Yeah, especially that episode where they had him say he was too old to do all that stuff. Like Adam forced him to do. It felt very like they knew it was coming and I know they didn't. Well, I mean. I mean, anybody who's of a certain age, you like know it could happen. But like he wasn't like dying. If Yeah, right. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Um, I don't think. I don't actually know. I mean, aren't we all dying? <laughs> so he's watched too much. Lucifer. So that was really like what took me out most of the time was like anytime he was on screen, which like he wasn't even in every episode, I don't think. But every time he had like a plot point, I was like, Ugh, like, mm-hmm. you're going to die in the season. Like he's at some point here, not going to be in any more episodes. And uh, he was like, he, I'm not going to call him one of my favorite characters, but I really liked him as a character. And he like 
rounded out the show so well. And um, mm-hmm. there aren't a ton of like, you know, comedies that have someone so old on them mm-hmm. as like a recurring character, right? Like grandparents, I feel like are rarely included in this kind yeah. of thing. So it was just sort of nice that they had him and kept him around you know, till, till the end, um, instead of like letting him fade off into like plot, you know, obscurity or whatever. Yeah. I want to say he was in, he was in the original or I don't know, not the original, in the, the filmed. Pilot. No, no, no. Yes. He was in the filmed version of who's afraid of Virginia Wolf. Yes. Which I think is why they did, which I had to read that in school and I hated that play. It I, is just people yelling at each other for hours and being drunk. Um, but yes, yeah, I, I agree it as the play. Yeah, he was in, he, I think he played Nick, the like kind of cool, cute boy who like you couldn't really figure out why he was there at the dinner. But um, in a shocking, in the least shocking um, choice ever, mine was the breakup of Erica and Jeff that happened to be in the same episode was that was the last one that Pops had filmed. Mm. So then it went into his, it was like they broke up and then it like went into his in memoriam and I was just like crying. So yeah. cut the fuck. And like, I knew they got back together. I knew they got engaged. Like I knew all of it was going to like right. resolve, but I think it was actually like the way they handled the breakup was really smart because it had yeah. been just years of us being like, haven't they done this already? Does Jeff stand up for himself? Like right. all of that stuff. So for it to actually come to a head and him be like doing his homework outside, like, I also think I expected it to be like Jeff snapped and broke up with Erica because she took advantage of him. Yeah, kind of hope that that would happen. But I actually, I actually think that the reason that the last again sitcom fake is because he, she realized he needed to do it. Like they both realized their fault in the relationship. Yeah. Well, and we talked about this off off air, but um, I just thought that a lot of, I thought that they had already broken up for this same reason once yeah. at some point before. So I, it, I can see how it. I think it was just like they needed to do it so they could get engaged, right? Like we are nearing the end of this, like the show is coming to a close. And I have to wonder if they intentionally planned a breakup or if they were like, shit, we've really written Jeff to be like real dormant. We need to like give him something. So I don't know. Loved their breakup hit me hard. I knew they were going to get back together. I love them so much. Yeah. All to say, Um, even though I'm like having nightmares about Roger from Outlander. I love him so much. Roger. I mean, not this episode, guys, but get just get prepared now for when we talk about Outlander. Mentally prepare. Um, so let's go into some of our best and worst B plots. I have a few, not not a ton, a ton. Do you want me to read through mine and you can Yeah, sure. I'll just fill in. Fill in. Um so I'm gonna start at the well, I love we've already said it, Bria B. I loved the child of divorce storyline, how uh Beverly like couldn't get off of it Mm -hmm. and like kept whispering the word divorce like Mm -hmm. I loved all of the taboo that surrounded it I thought it was so funny um and I also love that the real Bria B played her mom yes I love that and I also love the episode where she made Adam get a job um I just again I mean we've said it we don't need to repeat it this is good she's our Jeff for season eight like what we did in our first episode but like I every storyline that she was a part of I liked same I agree. Yeah, the ice cream was really great because, um, yeah, Adam has never had a job, and it was giving me really big Outer Banks vibes. Honestly, the whole thing, <laughs> like Sarah and John B. Yeah. 
I can see that. First, like you don't understand what like a job is. Yeah. Uh, but and like having of course Bev like come and get him fired just like the whole bit of it um yeah I really like that plot um and that's like another example of when pops is important to the show yes of being like you can't do this (laughs) Bevy you can't do this like Adam you can't do this like this is a bad idea why does no one listen to me um okay so the next b plot that I have was Adam learning about racism and calling oh them God. and calling it e-racism because he wanted to erase racism that, so yeah I liked this episode I thought it was very funny I thought it was like a good whatever but the internet did not like it so I pulled Dang. one two three four five reviews off of IMBD that I want to read and get your reaction right. from because most times um the Goldbergs falls between like a rating like seven and like 8.5 yeah. Like it's not like a 10 show, but it's also whatever. This episode got like a four something, like a 4.3 on IMDb. So one person said, I don't know how they did it, but this episode feels nothing like the 80s or the rest of the episodes. I'm guessing this is the last season due to Gambori, who plays Adam, getting too old. So they're ready to set the ship on fire. Wow. I can handle an episode about racism, but this feels like those films in high school where teachers, they teach you not to drink and drive. This cannot be the original writers. The characters feel off and every scene seems to be some type of indoctrination. I guess I'm done with this show now, SMH. Time to abandon videos and go back to ham radio, woodworking, and electronics. That sounds like a fake review. I know. Also, like, you can think that the episode didn't feel like the writers, but it's because it's about racism. People are so uncomfortable talking about racism. Yeah. Um, The next person says... (laughs) The 80s nostalgia was fun for a while. The fun died with this episode. Okay. I am so sick and tired. You made it like eight and a half seasons in. And you wrote a review because the episode had to deal with racism. Like, Yeah, people just can't deal with it. People thought Goldberg's was like safe. Yeah. And they were wrong. Yeah. Um, The next person said, I am so sick and tired of hearing about racism this and racism that. I watched the show to be entertained, not to be preached to. If this is the direction- that I just said. Yep. (laughs) If this is the direction the show is going, then it deserves to go off the air. I hope those make- Those that make the show read the reviews so they don't make another self-righteous episode like this again. Enough already. Racism was pretty bad in the 80s. It's kind of insane it took them until season eight. And also they're in Philadelphia. Right. I don't think it's been also great there. Like- um, yeah. The next one is a two-parter. It's short, but I, this guy said, I'm assuming, I'm just assuming they're all sad white men. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. They could be girls or they could be people. Of color. They I just are don't wearing that. a Trump hat while they're typing this. Also like IMDB reviews are like the lowest level of, in my opinion, like, I don't think anybody go, I don't know. Like I just. You're, you're truly screaming into a void. Yeah. So this guy said, get on the woke train. I guess they had to do it or would be canceled from Hollywood. Gave it one star. Then the next week he came back and said, like yeah. he commented on the next episode, episode five and said, wow, after last week's fiasco of wokeness and lecturing, they came back with what the show is supposed to be about. I'll continue to watch as long as the show is written to entertain and not to push some agenda. These people are allowed to do whatever the fuck they want push some agenda and like, the agenda is racism is talking bad. about racism <laughs> also like 
I don't know if maybe it's because I watch like shows that definitely push more social commentary, but like Adam saying like racism is real and his friends being like, yeah. And he's like, we got to fix it was not that offensive. I mean, like in terms of like Olivia Pope, like sitting in lawn chairs, but you know what I mean? Like, I just think this show like it was one it was like 20 it was I like mean, I've always watched like, seven minutes shows so I've never felt attacked by my shows before yeah so I guess I don't know how it is to be on the other side of this um yeah I know I just thought it was interesting that this was they had so many comments that were essentially like I'm not racist not actually, but I don't like not actually critical no. responses to like the way that like the wording or like Mm-mm. maybe it was too flippant the way they handled it or I also liked you know, the ones that were like being like hey this we didn't this isn't like the 80s because we didn't talk about it at all actually so like good for them yeah for imagining that this could have happened to somebody <laughs> also the next episode actually the next episode was good I was going to say the next episode wasn't even that good, but the next episode was Hanukkah on the seas where they go on the cheap cruise, but also Erica spins Hanukkah with Jeff's family, which I loved so much. Yes. Oh, right. Um, When she kept kept pointing out that he's the least favorite child by like a lot. And he was like, no. And she was like, my family's not crazy. Like your family. And she's like, okay, then I'll agree with everything that's said. (laughs) That was, I I loved that episode because it was finally Erica standing up for Jeff. Yeah which was great to see. Jeff still won't stand up for himself, but she will at least be like, no, like, this is... I also thought, like, after eight years, it was kind of fun to see, like, Erica go, like, to see Jeff's family. Yeah. Because we see them, like, frequently, but I did love his sister. Like, I loved the introduction of Joanne. Yeah. Even though I didn't necessarily need her to be around as much as she ended up being around this season. Like, her dating was, like like, a cute little plot for that episode, but I didn't want them to then pretend to date because I'm like well this is weird because like, I think they're actually dating by the end of it are dating each other yeah um, and they did decide to go ahead and date but it's like where's this going their it's energy like, I was out with it gives me very strong like Mona Lisa and John Raphael vibes from Parks and Rec is she not Mona Lisa because she is um okay another thing I loved is from that same episode because when it started I was like I don't like pop pop the other grandfather that much like I just yeah. am not a fan of Murray's family and so I was really dreading the cruise but then the cruise director hitting on Adam that was so funny and Barry thinking that she really was and Adam knowing that she thought he was a child and so she was like come on little cutie like I'm inviting you to a party but it's like a party for children I loved that I loved it so much yeah um the Mr. Ships Ahoy pageant loved yes. that okay that literally for me it was that plot was annoying until it was adorable yeah when he was on stage and Eric was was adorable then annoying and then adorable again at the end because like in the middle when Jeff seemed to care so much about it I'm like and Erica not like being like you could win like yeah yeah. but I did love I just like swoon when he's like the anniversary of our first date kiss hand-holding since I asked to be a real friend and the girls are like what got me was um like and like, what do you think the audience will say? And he was like, what audience? Oh, so cute. So cute. Loved it. Um, Beverly selling fake cosmetics, AKA drugs. <laughs> that was amazing. And her friends getting um, high. I do think that this was the episode I texted you and said, I think Beverly is a terrible friend. 
How yeah. have I not noticed how terrible it is before? It's so bad. Uh, it was, yeah. Um, Beverly getting too invested in getting Jeff and Erica back together because I felt that way. Like Beverly was the audience. But again, to me, I was like, has she not meddled? Like her meddling in their relationship, it's not new. Yeah, still right. loved it. Can't help it. Can't help it. <laughs> um, I loved Lainey. I loved the LA part. I love that they ran into Jeff at a Cheesecake Factory with his family. <laughs> that was so on brand. Like so on brand. <laughs> um, and then I guess this probably should have gone higher up because I think I kind of went in a loose order. But when the JTP all got girlfriends and Barry got really insecure about it and broke up with them all. Yes. But like he did it so bad. So bad. He was hor- horrible. He's a horrible mastermind. We've always known this. But yeah, the whole JTP getting girlfriends. I love that. I could have used more JTP this I season. could have too. Like, I, I wonder if it was like a COVID like protocol on how many people they could have on set. On set. I don't know. I I could use more JTP because the episodes that they used the JTP and I feel like this time were um, Barry was just like very annoying in them. Yeah. Um, It was a rough season for Barry. It was a rough season for Barry. Yeah. I I think like, I mean, I liked the episode where they had Barry and Erica both be going to medical school because Erica just couldn't figure it out. Like, I think they've done a fairly good job of doing an exaggerated sibling dynamic like well fuck you I don't know what I'm gonna do so I'm just gonna do what you're doing I'm gonna do it better and I'm gonna make you quit um and like that was really the only episode like Barry wasn't it just yeah it wasn't his best season as a former Barry fan it was a little rough um and then I only have three worst B plots from the season do you have any that you remember that I didn't say for best well, I really liked the premiere where they're going to Miami, like the whole of them. The airplane. Like, the- it's one of my favorite movies, like of all time. I love <laughs> that movie so much. I've never seen it, but Sophie, um, you would love it. It's like this is like when I told you to watch Heather's, you'll love it. Yeah, I love Heather's. Um, but like Bev using Jeff as a pawn because Jeff accidentally found out why they were going. And like Jeff being put in the middle of it and just like the whole it was I just found it to be like comedy bears funny I do love from the jump being like Adam fucking stop (laughs) yeah I did love this season I think kind of relied on like the hijinks of comedy of errors and I did love it because even in the finale when I I didn't say this because it's the whole episode it's not really a plot but like Barry like Jeff telling Barry he's going to get engaged and then Beverly finding the ring in Barry's room and then Beverly realizing it's for Jeff and then yes. Murray not listening yes. and like I did like that Adam was addressing all of the things like right. he knew it was wrong mm-hmm. um and I liked that it got all the way to the end mm-hmm. where Bria was like you do not realize your sister's not getting engaged because you never said anything and then like the troops all rallying like the season kind of relied on those types of hijinks and I was okay with that yeah no, I I agree um, I liked, um, I liked Bill's, the episode about Bill's wedding more than I thought I would. I did not um, like that episode. I, you know, I love Beverly with a task that doesn't involve like malice. Mm-hmm. And, um, the like, uh, fortune teller or whatever. <laughs> of it all to me was very funny how they were all like well it must not be me like yeah. Jeff you still or, love me it's okay saw me <laughs> like yeah like yeah a sibling thing right to be like well it's not me then like um 
but um that wasn't my favorite episode but I do think I watched so you know I watched community in like a month and then I finished it and I was so sad and I watched the first like two or I think I maybe watched the first four episodes of the season and that night and I was just like in a mood and so I think maybe I didn't like those episodes because of like me and not the show because I do also really like the actress that they have playing his wife oh and I loved the murder mystery dinner the clue one Oh, I actually hated that episode. Really? I loved that episode. It not, just not the whole episode. I just loved the clue of it all. I mean, I love clue, but I was like, I felt like I was Bria in this episode. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. happening still. Like, I guess I liked the premise more than the episode. Cause you're right. It wasn't, like, it wasn't good. I mean, sure. We got to the end where Erica decides to be a lawyer, which like fits sort of, I guess like enough, like fine. Okay but um, which we knew from school like I know you didn't watch the spinoff but like Erica showed up in school like as a lawyer married to Jeff got it um but yeah it just felt like weirdly slow and then like the like I don't know it's like if you were did if it was on in the background I think I would have liked it but since I wasn't doing else but saying they're watching it it was like too much attention on that yeah it did feel really long and it was very obvious that Murray was the only one who could have done it yeah absolutely but I also was irritated that he wouldn't just do it from the beginning like he was gonna be the dead body this was again this is again a repeat thing where I'm like I thought we were past Murray being like a grumpy old guy all the time and like not doing what bet like how many times do we have to go through this where it's like Murray needs to learn to just like love and accept his family and participate because they love him and they don't want to participate him to participate because it's a punishment they want him to participate because they love him and they want him around like, was this not the mm-hmm. birthday party surprise episode just all over again? I know. I know. I know. I agree. I didn't, I liked the idea Not of doing the writers. You'll never listen to this episode. I know. Um, I did like the idea of them doing Clue, but I didn't like the execution of them doing Yes. Clue. No, I agree. It was weird that it was only. I, think I it also, it was too much glass clot. Like it was too much glass caught, even though I will say that episode had a lot of funny lines with, with him being like, why do you like, here's the phone number that I know. It's the only one I know. Like, I only know Mrs. Cribb's phone number. And like, why are you trying to hang out with me outside of school? Like I liked Adam. Adam was funny in that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love Jeff's new hat. Gave him a new image. The hat was not great, but I just thought it was like a funny little like, and it is such a college thing, right? Yeah, the swagger. This is your thing. And like your friends are, I mean, Barry's like very extreme reaction to it. I didn't love, but- um, The rest of the JTP got to have reactions. Yeah, the rest of them got to have positive reactions, which I loved. And eventually we do actually get to see Barry in like a real outfit. And I was like, oh my God, like, He's cute. He's yeah. <laughs> I liked that instead of trying to make him look bad, she just had to make him look good. And yeah. he was like, I look disgusting. Yeah. I think one thing they've done that's really interesting with the JTP is that like Barry is emotionally unstable. Like he does not react to things yeah. in the appropriate fashion. Yet his friend group is extremely self-realized, which I guess is the only way it works. Right. I guess. Like there's no way that you could be friends with someone like that if you weren't like, I understand that you're lashing out because. Yeah. I still loved all the digs at Matt Bradley. I think they're so funny. I don't think they're funny. I know. I do. I can't help um, it. I know in real life, Sam Lerner, who plays Jeff, his girlfriend does like this internet, like YouTube or Facebook TV. I don't know. She's like a funny comedy show. And that guy is on the show with her. And I don't know if like, 
he got cast on the Goldbergs because he knew Santa Olivia or like he got in that little comedy troupe. Yeah. But um, it's probably because I know him from that, that like him getting made fun of is just funnier to me. Yeah. It's called like smoosh or something, something dumb. Random. Um, what did you think about the, the plot um, in episode 12 about the, it was like started with the lasagna thing. Um, oh, where Adam like spoke Adam up. learns to be Bev and like realizes that it can hurt people. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I cooked and did dishes through that whole episode. So I don't, I don't have any like strong feelings on it yeah. unless there's only one that I really didn't like. And it could have been in that. No, that was, what was the other plot in that? Murray and for Micah Mike. Yep. I hated that episode. I hate for Micah Mike. I hate his Maybe. other friend advice backfires and makes Vic even more upset at Murray. I hated the Formica Mike. Murray seeks advice from Barry on how to be a real friend. Yeah. And then Jeff does like a PowerPoint and he's like, always listen. Or he like sits him down yeah, and tells him. And yeah. Jeff Barry's like, definitely... nope, revenge. Yeah. 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 I, I hated that episode. As usual, Barry gives shitty louder advice. But why does his dad listen to Barry? That's no, um, I, those, that was my two, that was one of my like least favorite. I didn't I like that, that at all. Episode. Yeah. I, I just don't think I liked it. I don't think that Mary, I don't like his work, Murray's work. I think that I he, his indifference doesn't work well outside of his family. I agree. Yeah. And it's not like they've given him a job where it's like, he can really shine. Like he can't, no, yeah. he's not a different person at work. Right. Which is also, I don't like his coworkers. No. So like at least with, with Beverly, like I like the teachers at the school enough. Yeah. Um, and like the kids are there, but with Murray, I'm always just like, when is it going to go back? Or like Bill's here. Why is Bill here? I also hated the, um, Bria visiting the university of Virginia plot and Bev being a gateway drug for, for, um, Adam. Although like, I thought that was so funny. Not the entire episode, but the fact that no. they like tracked like her down. Slow moving train wreck. I was like, that's why it was funny to me. I knew it was good. I hated it. I was like, God. And again, it felt repetitive. I'm like, again, Bev, like, ed- like egging him on to do something that's ultimately going to be destructive to like his relationship. I couldn't tell if Beverly knew that or not, but I mean, like yeah. I'm glass. I'm glad he. That was my favorite episode. Comes to a realization about it, but I was like no no because well, like, adam like adam's instincts were right at the beginning like he was like yeah brie's gonna be gone for the weekend like she's going to visit like you know you're of virginia whatever Loved and her it. mom was like and their mom was like are you sure like are you nervous and he was like no why would i be I hate that it's my favorite episode of the season why i thought that was so funny i loved that murray had to step in and be like what the fuck like this is bad I loved the like insanity at which like I thought it was so funny watching Adam go from sane to wound up because usually he catches Beverly before he gets there like usually yeah. he's able to like play like she's playing checkers and he's playing chess mm-hmm. like the Stephen King about her like the Bever Nader like he usually can play Beverly so I actually really enjoyed that this was one episode where he didn't get to like I told you so her because he yeah. fell just as fast and then I also loved the other plot with like Barry being mad that Jeff picks Erica over him for everything. And they yeah. go to that taping of Nancy Glass and like say their true feelings. I don't know. I just thought the episode was funny. 
Yeah, that that was funny. I mean, it's a tie. I know I'm kind of jumping to the end of my stats between that episode and the finale, the proposal. Like I loved the, the hijinks of that, but I thought that the episode was funny. Yeah. Um, and like, I love how they were talking about the South and Adam kept like flipping into a Southern accent. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. I don't know. Dude, I and then that people from like up north think Virginia is the South, which it is. But like, yeah, you know, for us, it was always the South was like Georgia to our border, right? Like, yeah. Like, I, north. I think I would have hated that episode if Bria found out. But because Bria didn't yeah. find out, and then Beverly was making like shrimp and grits and like all these southern food things, and he was like, "We have to stop! Like she's coming over here for dinner. Like we can't let her know we've been to the south. Like I don't know. I just thought it was so funny." Yeah, the the, the southern like uh, the southern aspect of it got you to it all. Yeah, that was funny. I I did like that. Um, so this isn't really a plot, but it's just something I've grown tired of. I guess is Adam trying to do the right thing and it backfiring with his friends. Like he wanted to take his girlfriend to prom and then Dave Kim like threw a fit about it. It's like, and like, it's, it's happened repetitively where it's like Adam's friends kind of also take advantage of the fact that he's nice. Uh And it's, it, that's frustrating to me where I'm like, Adam shouldn't have to pick between Bria B and Dave Kim. And like, it's really actually shitty that Dave Kim's putting him in that position. And then he figures out how to get Dave a date. And then he's a dick to Adam. Like, I just did not enjoy that plot at all. I agree. That was really frustrating. Uh, it just bo- like, it just bothered me. Why is Dave Kim still on this show? I don't know. Aside from his prank joke, he didn't really bring anything to me this season. Right. I'm like, I have we not grown? Mm-hmm. Like, I would have rather had more JTP. If we're picking friends, friends, okay, yeah. But I, I think rather had more JTP time than any of Adam's friends at school. Adam is the only Gold Goldberg who's legitimately a good friend. Yeah. Because like well, even Erica makes when she's with Lainey makes everything about her but they only bring Lainey in in times of crisis so it's like naturally they would only talk about the breakup or whatever but like Adam's a really good friend and I feel like his friends just actually aren't a good friend to him which because he's the creator of the show I almost wonder if it's like passive aggressive (laughs) I think it is I think it is um okay do you have any more best worst and different I um shipping I'm gonna throw Bria B and Adam in here as a ship I really enjoy um Um, obviously I I also really like Bria B and Beverly together (laughs) yes because she's not afraid of Beverly but she is she's not but like she's it's still his mom like she like respects Beverly but also hates like doesn't respect no I agree it's an interesting Um, thing that they must write yeah I I thought that the Erica Jeff fifth anniversary dinner that Murray ends up taking Erica to mm-hmm. um was really sad mm-hmm. and I thought it was so weird that they brought Johnny Atkins and Carla back <laughs> to song. be like Jeff is a great guy he's single yeah it, it, it felt like it had been too long since we saw them. Just never right? forget. I'm like, you bring them in in episode 19 of this season? Like, never forget, dear listener and also Sophie, that Johnny Atkins is young Maddie from 13 going on 30. It blows my mind every fucking time I think about it. He's also best friends with the kid from Modern Family. Yeah. And he's 30. Yeah, 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 that kid. Nolan Gold or 
Yes. The one who's a gold is a genius. Yeah. It's a, we're obviously not since we can't, what? What is that? It's not IMSA, right? MINSA. MINSA. Obviously I'm not part of it. Yeah. I'm not part of it either, (laughs) but okay. So do you want to take a quick break? Yeah, let's do that. And we're back. All right. So if you're ready to go into your stats or do you want me to go first? You can go ahead and go first. So my favorite character for season eight was probably Bria. Uh, my favorite relationship is Jeff and Erica, but depending on how much longer we have the show, even though I think probably the next season will be its last, no official no, confirmation. Very because 10 is so nice and round and nine is so awkward. Yeah, maybe they'll get one more. I just don't know what it would be. Because like Adam's going to college, unless they make next year his whole second season, but his whole senior year, like the second semester. But um, depending on how much longer we have Adam and Bria, they might knock Jeff and Erica off my mantle for season nine shipping and then my favorite episode was 814 love triangle i loved adam and beverly's adventures to the south i loved the nancy glass tv show i loved the introduction of joanna um i also love the like they finally tackled the fact because i feel like they've danced around it a lot but they've never really addressed it head on that like jeff is barry's friend and like, what? Oh, like, as like in, Jeff, like Barry Jeff was Barry's, Barry's friend first. And yeah. like, it finally got to Barry that like, he constantly picks his sister over him. And like, at right. first it's probably like, okay, this is cute, whatever. I have other friends, but now it's like, no, we like are, like, you are my best friend. And I'm actually tired of like, you picking my sister who I don't like over me. Like, I thought it was about time they finally had like a big blow up about it. Yeah, no, no, I agree. It, it was very much like the way they wrote it was that as soon as um, Erica and Jeff got together, like then Jeff was just in Erica's camp. Like, Yeah, and like he would show up at some of the JTP things, but he was never like leading them. Right. He was just always like there for support or like he starts the Jeff new hat, but then it's not really about Jeff at all. Right. I don't know. So that was fine. What is your character relationship and episode for season eight? So my favorite character as usual is Erica. (laughs) Um, her relationship is, was Erica and Jeff, except Mm -hmm. for, um, now that we've been talking, it honestly might be Bria and Bev. (laughs) Uh, Bria and Beverly? Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, and then I think my favorite episode is the Mr. Ships Ahoy episode. All right. Um, it's a fun one. And the, the B plot of that episode is Adam, like, and having to come to his mom's defense um which was nice he doesn't always do that he always is like the victim with Bev so Mm -hmm. um I'm surprised in your like uh critique criticism of the season that that wasn't a something that bothered you that like Adam yells at Beverly Beverly gets her feelings hurt Adam has to put his tail between his legs and Beverly has to like acknowledge that she holds him too tight I mean like by the end of the season I was like okay I don't want another storyline where they have to apologize to each other. No, but I don't think I could pick an episode that didn't have repetitive plots. And so I yeah. just- <laughs> No, no, no. I agree. And like, I like Mr. Ships Ahoy. I just was thinking like in that episode, he he actually wasn't, like he was next to Beverly for the most part. Like he tried to help her get the teachers, like being like, you were their nemesis. Now they work with you. Like it's going to take, like right. he was, ra- that was a good episode for him. I was just thinking when I was watching it, like Here I go. like Beverly, but I was getting a little bit tired of her 
spiraling out, like spiraling completely out and someone having to rein her back in. Like, no, for sure. That was my, one of my least favorite episodes for Bev. For yeah, sure. yeah. Like for sure, she was in no way acted in the way I wish she would have in that episode. But yeah, um, I did like, sorry, this is going back to beat plots, but just random. I did like when Murray got them a hot tub for inside because he doesn't want to be outside. <laughs> it's just a bathtub. <laughs> and that everyone like Bri and Adam were trying to get alone time in it and I thought that was funny yeah yeah no 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 that was really cute sorry that just I completely forgot about that but that's because it was another one where Beverly freaked out it's like you've been married to this man for like 28 years I can't imagine he's changed he hasn't in the last eight (laughs) we can confirm he hasn't so why are you expecting him to be a different person very anyway I didn't this wasn't my favorite season for Beverly either the bees no. had a bad season, except for Bria B. Bria B had a great season. Bev, Bev definitely mm. not. Bev and Barry had their worst. Bev and Barry season. had pretty bad seasons. Um, I don't think Murray had a particularly good season, mainly because I was really fuck, like you said, fucking over all of his friends. Like I did not care about them at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the kids JTP really did not get enough time. Who? <laughs> JTP did not get enough time. Yeah. More JTP, less every less Goldberg. like I would like to see like if I could pick something that I want in season eight is like all because I did like when Barry like ran and like apologized to the girlfriends and then they were like these aren't their girlfriends like you just did all that and he's like well I'm not doing it again so oh my god I'm here I did like that but like I would love to see like the JTP like all go on a date and like Erica be a part of it like Erica actually like she interacts with the JTP but it's this weird line between being like ugh like my like younger brother's friends and not like my fiance's friends yeah it's not her boyfriend's friends it's still her brother's friends which like I would like to see in season nine I do want to see more JTP but I think that would be a really interesting way to like develop that storyline well they sent these like two of their main characters to college and yet we spend almost no time like it'll be like the BRC plot and the school will just sort of be the backdrop, but there's not any real college stuff happening, which like it definitely could be without alienating the rest of the plot. I always wonder if when you're writing a show, like I think they, obviously it's Adam's show, like Adam yeah. F. Goldberg is the creator of the show. And so he wrote it intentionally with his, him and Pops and Beverly. Like he wrote his kind of smaller nuclear family once his brothers went off to school as the main A plot. But I always wonder if shows anticipate when people will latch onto certain couples, right? So like, there's no way that they knew. I actually uh, DM'd the writer of the show and they did it. They didn't know that the audience would love Jeff as much as they did, right? Like they knew they had cast a good, like they had cast a good actor in Sam, but whatever. But like their chemistry, I don't think it was predicted that people would care that much because historically people don't. Right. Like we talk more about Jeff and Erica socially on the podcast, paid for free, planned, unplanned than we do like Jeff or than we do with like Jake and Amy or um, Leslie and Ben even or like any of our other sitcom couples because they're kind of written like our couples. Right. Yeah. Like they're kind of written like a teen soap couple. Oh, for sure. Um. And so I almost feel like the, the creator is still on his one track mind with like Adam as the main character, whereas the rest of the viewers are like, no, no, no. I think Barry and Erica are the main characters. Or they're like, no, no, people definitely want to see Murray and Bev. Cause those are like, 
the right. most celebrated actors, right? He's from Curb. She's right. from Reno 911. Like they have huge pedigree. Like they're just amazing. But like, I care more about like the JTP yes. than like Clue Night. Like I would have left For Clue sure. if Adam had convinced Erica and Barry to do it with JTP. their college friends. That would have been so fun. I would have loved that more. And Bev could have crashed it. She could have been the murder victim. Like, I don't care. They could have figured out a way to get her in it. But like, I don't know. I just feel like maybe we're not the right demographic for the show too. I don't know. Like maybe the demographic is like 40 to 57. You know what I mean? Like maybe we're in the younger end of people who watch the show. But I just don't think, I always like go back to the Dawson's Creek of it all. Where like the people who had Joey and Pacey get together had no clue that was going to be the couple that people latched onto. Like mm-hmm. they just had them kiss and then everybody freaked out. Um, and it's the $1 million kiss. Like it is the kiss that like saved television. And there's a whole thing about it. So I think about that sometimes with these TV shows where it's like, I don't think they banked on people giving a shit about Jeff and Erica. Like, I just think they are so writing the show. Like they're not, they're just like casually dating in a sitcom world. Like they've never had sex. They barely kiss. They hold, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're this like extremely like PGG couple. Yeah. They don't even live together anymore. <laughs> no. He lives with Barry. Yeah. Which we never see. Really. No. But that, I was don't. Know. that was a smart plot for them. Yes. Very smart plot. It's just like, I don't know, off my soapbox. That's my feelings about it though. Um, every story we line we've got here if it was about the JTP. Yes. All right. So the moment everyone's been waiting for. What is your single best scene from season eight? So this is very predictable and we might have the same one, but my single best scene was the proposal. Um, But specifically when Jeff was like, back off Bev. (laughs) Oh, okay. So the pre-proposal, the setup. Really the pre-proposal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like everyone's in the beach house and everything is like really chaotic and Oh, whenever he says, she's like, let's go find Erica and all propose together. No, I'm going to go find her. You're going to stay here. Yeah. Yes, Jeff. And then I was like, okay, that's what this, that one line is why they had to do the whole rigmarole of the breakup, the Jeff doing his own thing so that they could get that line in about like, I'm my own man. I'm my own man now. (laughs) Completely agree. I, um, I loved the actual, so like you had the first, so like it's three minutes clip scene yes. is what we're talking about. Like, it, so you liked up until the proposal or the proposal. Cause I actually liked after the proposal when everybody's like on the beach and happy together. Um, I mean, I loved the proposal. Of course it's going to be the fucking proposal. Like, yeah. of course it's going to be the proposal. Like what else? Okay. What else would it be? Um, the like sunset and like after the mini break and we like know that he wants to be with Erica, right? Like The audience knows, and I agree with you that that line of him, like telling Bev to like back the fuck off did solidify, um, that like they'll make it type of a thing. Like he has the backbone now, but I did love the, there was like a really sweet moment between Adam and Bria B on the beach where she says, I hope there's not much confusion in our relationship. Oh, yeah, and yeah. he goes, I'm never confused about you. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, so swoon. He's like, I'm never confused about how I feel about you. Yes. I was like blushing. I was like, okay, oh, Adam. Yeah. Like that I'm starting so to get cool. leading man vibes from you. I know. Finally. After so, eight. and that's whenever I was filling this out and I like watched that scene. I was like, oh, swoon. Love it. Love the sunset. Love the throw at the beach house. Love that everybody's there. Yeah. Granted, they're all there for like the wrong reason. Loved the hijinks that ensued to get us there. Yeah. Um, 
the ring, the whole ring kerfuffle was so funny. No, Barry, no, you literally cannot have it. And that Barry or that Murray was like, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to marry into this family because he does cheeseburgers wrong. And I actually love Jeff's dad breaking down and being like, I just get nervous when there's all this cheese. And I just like, don't know. Oh my God. And Murray was like, okay, cool. We're good. Like we can be family. Like, sure. Go propose to my daughter. Um, but yeah, when that, when I was filling out my little script for this and I typed out the little, I'm never confused about how I feel about you. I was like, wait a second. Like if we get moments like that, when Adam's in college with Bria, like they're going to move Jeff and Erica, like a little bit down the pedestal. Well, I put them on some threats to the, uh, to the Jeff and Erica yeah. gold star. So in terms of news, we've mentioned it a few times. It has been renewed for ninth season. Um, don't really know what that means in terms of like the future of the show, but based on where we are, I would assume it's the last one, especially because they've already done a spinoff. Yeah. Cause I would say like, give us a JTP spinoff, but they already did a show in the nineties that didn't work. Yeah. Did so. school get canceled? Yeah. School got canceled after season three. Um, but I like wonder if like Laney, I'm sorry. Three seasons is a solid run. Yeah. I liked school. I didn't have any problems with it. But um, so if, what is your recommendation for the people this week? My recommendation this week is the Naomi Osaka Bowl from Sweet Green. This is only relevant if you live in um, a place where they have Sweet Greens. But they have them in Austin now, so they have come to Texas. Um, it's so good. Um, I sub the black and chicken for grilled because I hate the black and chicken so much. Um, but it's like basically just spinach tomatoes avocados quinoa carrots chicken and then it has this like uh, oh and cilantro and then it has this like lime vinaigrette and then they also do like a spicy sauce like a mm-hmm. kind of but like thinned out um like a hot sauce I guess dressing on top and then there's also I think feta although it could be goat cheese it tasted kind of like goat cheese but I don't know some kind of creamy cheese and it's so fucking good. It costs $16, which is a crime for a salad that you take <laughs> away in a plastic bowl. However, um, my life is just expensive. And Chipotle <laughs> around the corner for me was not operating today because they'll, they'll just randomly do that. They'll put up a little paper sign. that's like, hey, we're closed today. I didn't know people could do that. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we have any sweet franchise. greens. I don't think we have any sweet greens in Dallas. No, I don't, no there's none yet. But, but anyway, that's my coming mind. soon, I'm sure. Someone's franchising it now. And we know a person who does that it would the, yes, da- the data analytics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it would be a good not idea here. So um what is your rec for this week? My rec is an app. It's called the Soon app, like S-O-O-N. And it is basically like a giant, here I can show you mine, like to-do list of like movies you want to watch, TV shows you want to watch. Um restaurants you want to go to stores museums everything so it like looks like this okay and then you like click into it I've only really done tv series so far but it's like a okay these are all the shows I want to watch oh interesting and then once you're done with them it like checks and you get to say whether you liked it or not so it's like a goodreads but for tv and movies and stuff so I feel like I'm always someone's like you need to watch this movie and I'm like yeah okay sure Sounds good. I'll remember for sure. I'll remember whatever. And then I go to watch a movie and I'm like, can't remember who told me. 
I can't remember what anything about it. So I did this. And then I will also say there's a country song. So I'm going to give two recommendations. There's a country song called. Do you want to save it for next week? No, I'll have more recommendations. By then I have so many recommendations Um, called Fancy Like by Walker Hayes. Have you heard it? No. It's very fun. It like makes you want to get like drunk by a pool. You know, like that vibe. Song? Fancy Like. Is it a country song? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my recommendation. Because I feel like the student app is kind of a lame recommendation. I think it's a good one. Well, good. Listeners, let us know which recommendation do you like better? (laughs) An app or a song? But all right, well. You said? I'm sorry? Walker Hayes. Yeah. Are you going to play some? Fancy like. Gotta wait for those ads, you know? For some reason, YouTube is what I had up, but I guess I could. <laughs> it reminds me of like a Lauren Elena song. <laughs> oh my god doesn't it make you want to get drunk by a pool <laughs> yeah that's cute yeah so I actually worked with a guy at my last job who went to college with him oh really and apparently he's like a very nice guy like nothing to say they were all kind of surprised when he like got famous yeah um but like I guess him and his daughter who's like a teenager made a TikTok to that song and it came up on I like TikToked on Sunday Uh um so I went into a deep bench and I got to it and I was like wait I like this song like it's not like a I don't know I was like I don't listen to very many like I feel like the there used to be such a specific like 2013 to like 2016 country music that was like literally designed to get drunk outside yeah they were like Jaco it was like whoever it was like Thomas Rhett it was like my song is not made to make you cry it's just meant to be like played at a pool party yeah that was very Thomas Rhett and we kind of like moved away from that a little bit, yeah. which is like not a bad thing. I just particularly like that type of country music if I'm going to listen to it. Yeah, um, we moved away in a lot of ways. Old Town Road came out and- I hate that song. Like also Me Too happened. So <laughs> they had to stop singing about like girls in the back of their truck with like little- Yeah, that Maddie and Tay song up. came out where it was like, I don't want to be the girl who's like, I want to be the girl in a country song. Yeah. yeah girl in a country song. I will say though, um, uh, so Old Town Road came on my shuffle yesterday uh, while I was in the shower. So I like couldn't skip it. So I just listened to it. And okay. while I was listening to it, I was like, it's, it's so short. weird. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's so weird to me that Little Nas X is like the call me by your name, like how far he has come in like he such really a short has. amount of time. Yeah. He's evolved quite a bit. I don't really have any opinions about him as a person. Yeah. Um, like I think I, I like him fine. Song that came out recently. Yeah, the "Call Me by Your Name." Yeah. Um, 
like I've just seen him in the news and then like he had his like little wardrobe malfunction on SNL um but I was like man he really came a long way from like going and performing the song at, like in elementary school like I still have that video on my phone where all the kids are like freaking out and singing it and he's like on stage do you have you seen that no I'll text it to you but okay well anyway those are our recommendations and our yes hot Thanks takes on pop country yes everybody for that long <laughs> probably too yeah. way too long of an episode for just one season of tv but um we do yeah. appreciate it and we'll see y'all next week i think for our season finale maybe it's our season finison if not then uh well also depending on when you listen to it it'll never be a season finale because you'll just be so far behind time doesn't matter to you time is a flat circle anyway all right bye. thanks everybody bye, bye.